Yo. <laughs> I feel like you always start it like that. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hi, uh, everybody. We are back with another episode of R&B. Okay. <laughs> oh, so um, today we are with my really good friend, India. Hey, India. Hey, y'all. Thanks for being on the show. Anytime. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> um, uh, what are we talking about today, Brittany? So in today's episode, we're going to discuss um, what people expect out of their partners versus what they actually bring to the table. So uh, a good example of that is someone who wants like let's just say once a guy who's a doctor who makes a bunch of money who has no kids all his shit together no drug use but on the other hand she got drug problems <laughs> she got four kids <laughs> but she's still wanting someone to put up with that right and a lot of people can't understand that if you want someone to be on a certain level you should also match that level most of the time you know sometimes it doesn't happen like that way but don't be mad at people for not being, you know, good when you're not shit. Yeah, don't be mad at people for being what you aren't and don't expect other people to, you know, lower their standards by accepting you where you're at. Exactly. Like a lot of people miss that introspection before they get into a relationship mm-hmm. when you're supposed to sit back and look at who am I? What do I bring to the table? What can I offer someone? Because the whole point of being in a relationship is you're supposed to make each other better. You know, like I need I need to feed off of your energy and help you to get better. And you need to help me get better. Do you know what I mean? And we need to just like work together. Maybe not. Maybe that's part of the problem, though. Maybe that's you why that. So? Yeah, because maybe that's why that girl with three kids wants that guy who makes a lot of money because like I don't have it. And if you have it, then you're helping me get it when in all actuality. Well, I mean, be better just like as people. Do you know what I mean? Like. I, I feel like your partner should should compliment you and make you a better person. Complimenting you, know? you doesn't make you a not, better person. Not that you guys are both like at the bottom and you need to like work on yourselves together to get to the top. That's mm-hmm. not what I mean. Mm-hmm. I mean that you should be in a relationship that is fruitful. You know, like it's oh, not just sure. it's not just a stagnant relationship where you're just doing your own thing, they're doing their own thing, and then you guys like hang out. It needs to be that you're like helping to better each other. You know, I think it's. <sighs> It's a a combination of the two, but actually more heavily so your own responsibility. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you say being in a relationship should be you guys making each other better, you should be able to feed off of their energy. Does that mean that person's not allowed to have a down day? Because now them having a down day means they're not helping you to be better. You have to be able to, even when your partner is off or they don't have it, or, you know, sometimes you just go through phases. I'm speaking about it more in like a general sense. Do you know what I mean? Not on like a day-to-day basis, but in general, as an overall picture, you, your partner should make you better. You know, but they should always push you to want more and the same for like uh, vice versa. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like they should motivate you and you should motivate them. Do you know what I mean? Be, it's a support system in a perfect world. Yeah. But I don't mm-hmm. think you should get with people for support. You should get with people, like you said, because they compliment you and to compliment you. It means to be where you already are. So with or without them, you were at level A. Mm-hmm. And so if they're complimenting you, no matter what they're doing, whether they fall to level B, C, D, Z, you're still at A. But if they're your support system, it starts to work like a teeter-totter. They gain a couple pounds, you go up. They lose a couple pounds, you go down. You know what I mean? Well, the, well, what I mean is more in the sense that like you can always be better. 
Do you know what I mean? You can always be better and you guys can be on the same level, but there's always things that you can work on and they should, they should be someone that can help you work on that. Do you know, not that you're using them for it, but like, let's just say that I'm not that good in a social situation. Like we talked about in our last episode, like I don't need my partner like codependently to be like okay I need you to do everything with me because I can't do this but I think that they should recognize that that's one of my flaws and then help me to work on that do you know what I mean that's what that's what I think I think that oh well, no that's, what I, that's what I would want in, in a relationship not completely for it to be all about that but I would enjoy that aspect of a relationship you know you don't have to be there don't worry I'm still here (laughs) Um, I think that me personally there's like what you guys are talking about is like the definition of like a need and a want so would you want somebody to do that yes but I think the issue is that a lot of people get into the situation when they need it yeah that's so once you need it and it becomes an issue and I me personally I just know that what I'm looking for you know I'm out here you know doing a little profile real quick (laughs) (laughs) what I'm I'm looking for is that like I already know that like I'm on a certain level when it comes down to where I am in life and I want somebody to like be around that level Mm -hmm. so it just means that like at the same time, I still want to be able to do like my own thing, you know, because I feel like when you're when you get into a relationship, it becomes very like, yeah, we're doing it together. We're growing together, blah, blah, blah. And like you said, I feel like it's a teeter totter. So at that point, you're starting to like at, you have to take away some parts of you in order to like balance that out. So I feel like you guys should be able to grow at like your own paces. Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you guys are going to be growing on the same levels. But you're right. You don't need to. <laughs> people want what they can't have so it's really easy to be like alright well I'm a, I'm at home right now with my parents and I'm a server and I'm doing this and I'm doing that but I want somebody who has their own who, who is in the house like mm-hmm. it's really easy to say that you want that because you're looking for something that help you build your future you know mm-hmm. and yeah. that's not that's not what it should be in my opinion yeah. I guess the reason I'm being super nitpicky right about the verbiage behind it is this is my opinion. <laughs> I'm not saying this is fair, but disclaimer, it's all opinions. Disclaimer, We're not telling right? you what yeah. to do at all. This is just literal conversation, right. what we think. Disclaimer, the words that you're about to hear are not the immediate thoughts of R&B. These are independently <laughs> of India's mind. But the reason that I get super picky with you need to have somebody who supports you. You need to have somebody who helps you to be better in life. Mm-hmm take something that is solely your responsibility your success from the day that you were born you were not dating mm-hmm. whoever billy and insert yeah. any name billy yeah. bob joe <laughs> from the day that you were born you were not dating billy bob joe but from the day that you were born it was your responsibility to make sure that all the things that you wanted in life you were going to get mm-hmm. and at no point should that change yeah. at no point yeah. should that responsibility be split now between well oh I like you and we have sex and we're in a relationship so now it's also your responsibility to make sure that I'm successful because I think that when you start having the thought process that any part of you being the person that you want to be is now a shared responsibility and between you and an outside source that's not you there went all your power there it all went and then you go through a breakup god forbid but you and billy bob joe don't work out and he leaves and half of your ability to Mm. be the person that you want it to be goes out the door too left they're gone yeah there he goes there goes your chance of being the the woman that you thought about since you know you were three years old and so i think that's why i get really really picky especially yeah i I agree with that and and what i'm saying is is not codependency that's not Mm. what i want it to come off as it's 
Okay, so Will Smith, you know him and Jada have been together for a long time, and yeah. like uh, Jada has said that they're never gonna get divorced. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And what Will has said about it is that her happiness is not my responsibility. Absolutely. You, your happiness is your responsibility. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And then we're gonna come together with that happiness, and we're gonna create something else. Right. And so that's where I get picky because yeah. for a simpleton. <clears throat> No disrespect to all the simpletons out there. For a simpleton, they hear, oh, if I'm in a relationship, that person needs to make me better. And whoop, there goes the sharing of responsibility for something that's solely theirs. Mm -hmm. But to have somebody be compatible or be comparable to where you are in life means that with or without this person, this is where you are in life. So that... You don't need no alimony, girl. You don't need that. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where I get really, really picky, especially for us women. No disrespect to the guys. But guys have this really awesome ability to just be who they are, period. Mm -hmm. Even if they're faking it. With or without you, they're going to keep being the faking version of who they were before you came. And Mm -hmm. then you leave and they're doing the same shit. And it's probably why you (laughs) left, because they're doing the same shit. But for us girls, I think we have like superhero syndrome where (laughs) you were at a place before and then this person shows up and now you have all these hopes and dreams of like what you guys could be together Mm -hmm. and then you actually focus your energy on that and then they leave and then and you had put your life on hold the entire relationship essentially i just personally think that like the world itself can be like a very lonely place Mm -hmm. so i think it's really important to like be able to like be on your own and stand on your own two feet because at that point you realize that power that you have you realize the power of like i have this thought i have these hobbies this Mm -hmm. is my life these are my friends so if you incorporate somebody else into your situation you're not incorporating your life into theirs because to me that's not what a relationship is i think it's two people who are deciding to come together who have been living their own lives for however many years you've been alive right and you guys are coming together and deciding to coexist but coexist does not mean become the same person so i i've just learned personally that like I have come to a point where, like, I know who I am as a person. And I know what level I'm at. So it's very hard for me to, like, accept different or, like, less. And I think that, like, I have a lot of friends who jump from relationship to relationship to mm-hmm. relationship. Why? Just because it's comfortable. Like, you're used to the comfort, the comfortability of somebody always being there. You're used to somebody, if you fall, somebody's going to catch you. Mm-hmm. Well, so, it's because people use relationships as crutches. Yes. And yeah. so going Emotional back to crutches. what you were saying of, like, what you want or expect out of a person versus what you bring to it when you Mm -hmm. treat a relationship like a crutch you literally write off all of the flaws that you have and decide you know what they're okay it's fine because now that I'm in this relationship this person accepts it it's good right or you don't ever come across that person and you're figuring out why you're single you know what I mean so it's really, really important that before you even set your expectation for what you want out of a person or what you want out of a relationship, what do you want from yourself? Because that's like the most important relationship. That's the first relationship that you have. This is exactly why they say you can't love someone until you love yourself. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I mean? Because, Absolutely. Um, I feel like, especially at a young age, people end up uh, getting into relationships without finding themselves or what they want to do or what their interests are. Mm -hmm. And then exactly when they get in that relationship, they adopt their partner's interests. Yeah. You know? And (laughs) then they have the same friends. They have uh, the same, sometimes the same workplace, you know, the same lives. And then they can't break up because they can't 
separate all of that because not only is it a relationship but now everything is intertwined and like it becomes such a fine line between um having your individual identity within a relationship but then also acknowledging that the whole point of a relationship is to have a partnership with someone and keeping that kind of boundary in a in a place where you're getting extremely close with someone and like the more years that go on the more intertwined that does become you know so yeah it's it's all like difficult and throughout relationships i think that you have to just be um aware of what's going on and who you are as a person and not get lost within that relationship because that's what always happens is that people get into these relationships when they're young and then they become middle-aged and they're 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 breaking up Mm -hmm. and then they break up and they have no idea what to do with themselves well yeah and sometimes the whole reason that you got into the relationship was because you were trying to fulfill that part of yourself that you're not or you came across that person who like checked off all the boxes of what you were looking for but you never rose to the challenge of being what they deserved to have and at some point you're going to feel that imbalance you know what I mean and so going back to what you said about how um it's important to to find somebody who's compatible with where you are if you look around and you see the people that are compatible with where I am are not people that I'm really trying to mess with like that's a hey I need to get it and drive and I need to do what I need to do to be successful and you know whatever success is to Mm -hmm. you or get your finances wherever they need to be or work on like your mental health because that's a thing too you can't be this obsessive compulsive jealous human being and then be in a relationship with somebody who's mentally healthy I'm hoping everybody's goal is to date somebody who's mentally healthy, but you can't be that person and get with somebody who's mentally healthy and then start trying to essentially manipulate them because that's emotional abuse too. So sometimes it's not just looking at like, oh, I've got this much in my bank account and my job title is this and blah, 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 blah. Are you still on the same playing field as that dream person when it comes to how you would handle them in hard times? Do you have the ability to be patient? Are you respectful? But are you expecting somebody else to be patient and respectful? And if you're not, that's not going to work either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think so far we've been talking about like circumstantial situations. So I think maybe we should like turn it to ourselves and probably talk about like our own dating experiences because <laughs> here we go. Here at R and B, we like to tackle the difficult <laughs> conversations, and it's really easy to be like, "Oh, well, in this circumstance," but like it's a lot harder to be like, "Okay, me." Exactly, because when you talk about something like as a circumstance and what it would look like, it's different than what it actually is. Well, yeah, so that's yeah. reality. Let's we're we're, we're having this, yeah, we're having this conversation and we are th- having something in, in our minds that relates to ourselves. So I think that we should just go ahead and talk about that. Oh, not me, thankfully. I got, some, <laughs> I got somebody in mind, but, um, but it's not me. But let me ask you guys, have you ever been in a situation where when you decided, okay, I'm ready to date, I want to date, here's my checklist. Have you ever wanted more than what you were worth, so to speak, in that moment? And did you realize um, it? I don't think I've ever like wanted more than I was worth. I think that... The thing that I battle with on a daily basis is like, you know, being single and all that stuff is that are my expectations too high? Okay. You know, just because like, I think that like, yes, I do expect so much and I'm like, I've been on my own. I've worked really hard to get to where I am. I work really hard to become the person that I am. And I'm like, I just don't want to get in. I, (laughs) me personally, I know that for some reason I'm really good with picking up projects. Oh, yes. <laughs> Rob the Builder. Yes. Rob the Builder. That's good. So, Can we fix it? That is gold. So I think that like having such a 
strong foundation has like, <laughs> helped me, but at the same time, it's been like a detrimental, like, you know, thing to me. Cause I'm like, all right, well I have this strong foundation. So I'm able to like take on something that might not have a strong foundation and I shouldn't think like that. And it's like, yeah, no, that's can, not, you do not. Okay. Don't this ever. This isn't going to be all about me. We're also talking about y'all too. Well, so I, I have a, fun. yeah. In general, <laughs> you do not want to fix a upper. Do you well, know what but, I mean? But do you? Here becomes my question. This is Hell really. no. Well, you out loud no but your subconscious doesn't your subconscious (laughs) doesn't function the way that you're the front of your brain or your sober-minded self or the the self that you know you have to be outwardly functions they're two completely different things that are constantly at battle so i'm asking our question rob so and you going out and getting these projects and and that's what you're looking for or not looking for or into do you feel like maybe that's what you're attracted to because secretly you feel like you too are a project oh t i'm just asking i'm just She's asking like, oh. <laughs> and it's so it's listen no no, no, no judgment. it's fine it's fine i just think that like th- take a second to think about yeah it. take, take a, a second. second like honestly think about it do you feel like you're a project? And it doesn't have to be in the same areas. Do you make accommodations in your mind for these people because you you're feel like, like well, I've got this against me yeah. and I've got that against me. So maybe her problems really aren't that bad because I'm not perfect. So maybe other people are looking for that person who is a level up and you're like, I'm just trying to be on my level and maybe I got some projects on my level. And I oop. <laughs> so I don't. Okay. I do know that the part of me that like probably needs the most work is when it comes down to my like emotional maturity, not in terms of like, oh, he's immature. Like he says stupid things like he's just an immature, stupid guy. No, I mean, in terms of like, have I been in a a whole bunch of like extremely emotional situations to the point where I feel like I have a handle on it all the time? No. So I think that it's a lot easier for me to take on a project because I'm like, I understand where they're coming from, which is not how you should be. How you, that's not the outlook you should have mm-hmm. when you're dating. You shouldn't be like, oh, this person has this issue. This person has this problem. I understand where they're coming from. Because at, that, at the same time, they're showing their cards. Yes. And you're choosing to pick up the deck, you yeah. know? Okay, so the thing with um, acknowledging that someone has a problem and like saying that it's okay when you get into a relationship... Uh, is that you're going to be working on that problem your entire relationship. You know, instead of um, being in a relationship where, I mean, not that both people are, are completely normal and everything's oh, okay, no. yeah. but if there's a problem that's standing out so much with the person that you're trying to date, instead of working to build on your relationship together, you're going to be working on that person's problem. Well, you know, that's going to be the main focus a lot of the time. I still have the same question because... So my original question to you was, do you pick girls who are projects because you secretly are a project? And so you said, I know that I need to be better at emotional security. But then you pick these girls who force you to be super emotional to be able to deal with them. (laughs) And he loves that shit too. You know what I mean? So then you're kind of like, well, I'm working on it. I'm picking this girl and shit, she got emotions and I'm being emotional. My emotions are tired and that means I'm using them. So is it... is it you know i'm listen i i don't have no degree my best friend does i don't have (laughs) no degree but i'm just you know i'm the first one to like be like you know growth comes with like introspection and i'm the first one to like admit like when 
there is an issue or a problem that I have that I'm like trying to deal with. So I think you brought up an interesting point. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good question. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a definitely a, a interesting point and something that like I can't answer right off the top of my head. That's okay. Marinate in it, baby. I mean, we'll come back next week. <laughs> 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 I just think that like. My main issue when it comes down to like dating is that I look for genuine connections. So the genuine connection can come with a lot of baggage, you know? No, not necessarily. I think your, and and this is friend to friend, maybe your type of connection is going to come with baggage because secretly you're picking people who are at your level. She has a problem. She is, she's going to be a project, but I know that emotionally I'm a project. So if I pour into her emotionally, I'm fixing my problem and fixing her problem and and then we're good you know what i mean it's a circle it yeah it becomes a circle whereas other people's problem is i ain't got shit but i want a man who got everything or i ain't got shit but i want a girl who got everything together you know maybe we have the opposite of what you have as well i'm just saying no i get it i get it I'm but I, now i want to hear about y'all's dating experiences uh, Brittany, go ahead girl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay uh well like t- to be honest like uh when i think about my past and my evolution throughout my different relationships mm-hmm. uh at first i never had a list like you know how there's like oh he checks off all the boxes mm-hmm. that i want out of a person i want someone who's like this who's like this who's like this i never had that mm. i no i didn't have that so you don't you never walk into a situation thinking like because i know that you have a certain type of look that you go for so that's that that would be part of a list but that's not true because everyone that i dated looked different well so the, the question <laughs> you know becomes I mean? they all look different the question becomes have you been in a position where you have wanted more than what you could offer at the time it doesn't even have to be a list it can be one item but that item that item is pretty big you know like if you for example if you don't have a job you don't have any money coming in whatsoever, mm-hmm. but you want a guy who drives a really nice car and owns a house because yeah. you can't wait for you guys to live together and play house together. Yeah. So the first thing that comes to mind um, when you say that is I don't want a guy that's living at his parents' house. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Even though I am. Right. Exactly. And so that's a double standard. Yeah. Especially because when you think about it, it's like you don't want a guy living at their mom's house, but when it's a girl living at her mom's house, it's more understandable. To which who? shouldn't be. To which, who? which shouldn't be to society. To society, I think that's more acceptable. No. I, I think. No. I think so. No. But I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that I feel that way. Mm-hmm. But that's always what I consistently wanted. Do you know what okay. I mean? That one thing that I was consistently like, yeah, I, because as like an uh, as an adult, I'm dating guys who are older than me. Do you know what I mean? And so at that age, I really don't want you to be at your mom's house, which I understand is completely not fair. But for some reason, I still feel that way. So as a guy who's like dating right now and still living at home, it's like it to hear that. It's like I get it. I get where you're coming from. But at the same time, it's like shitty just because I'm doing it for other reasons, you know. So whenever you yeah, hear that, whenever you hear that a guy is living at like his parents' house, you might automatically think like, "Oh, he's a piece of shit. He doesn't want to work. He's just freeloading off his parents." Blah blah blah. And it's like until you know the whole entire situation, you don't really know what's going on. So me personally, I am at home because I am going through the nursing program. Me and Brittany. So I, it's a lot easier for me 
to have somewhere that's stable that I don't have to go to work every day because if y'all don't know, school is hard. School is hard and as Orlando's shit. Orlando is expensive. And Orlando is yeah, super expensive. So like for me to decide that, hey, I'm going to move out. I'm going to do my own thing, which don't get me wrong. That's what I want to be doing right now at this point in my life. But I feel like for me to make that that overall decision, I'm putting my future at at risk because at that point you need to work you have to pay bills you have to pay utilities yeah i have a car payment i have my insurance i have my phone so i'm not stupid i know i have all these bills going on and it's like i've met and encountered so many people that were going to school and they decided all right i'm gonna move out i'm gonna do my own thing and guess what life gets in the way and you end up having to pay your bills instead of having to go to school at the end of the day it becomes what's more important you know i agree so okay i think now that I'm hearing it more and I'm thinking about it, the reason that I don't want a guy that lives at his mom's house is because I live at my mom's house. So where are we going to hang out, baby? In your mom's house? Like, you know what I'm saying? We about to be laid up on your mom's couch? I like, mean, hell but, no. but think about all the like really amazing friendships that you had back when you were a kid. Like y'all were literally sitting on a couch. Like, okay, it's, but it's I'm trying to like have basics. sex and stuff. You know and, so, and, so you, and so you can. So the thing is, meetings... Keeping your expectation of what somebody else should be um, in line with who you are striving to be, I think just makes for a more equally yoked relationship, right? What What's the worst that could happen? You date somebody who's living at his mom's house. If you're dating somebody and your expectation is to date somebody who's where you're at as well, then he's only planning on being at his mom's house for a little while anyway. Yeah, that's true. He's out here planning to make moves anyway. But instead, what could happen is you date that guy who you put on this pedestal. Oh, my God, girl, his house. And oh, my God, girl, his car. And let me tell you, he just got money, money, money. And we're always going out and we're always doing things. You almost put him on this pedestal um, forever, even as you continue to make your come up and you start being where he's at because of how the relationship started. He's been on this pedestal and maybe he's not deserving of it. And you also have to check with like, what actually means being on my level? Because it may not even be things that are material. You know what I mean? The guy who has his own house and has a car and has this and has that may not be where you are mentally. mentally. So y'all still ain't on the same level. Mm-hmm. And then the issue with putting someone on a pedestal is that that's how you're. That's the stage that you're setting for your relationship. Yeah, that's true. And so you're always gonna have expectations of him. Yep. You know. So even if he. Oh, you guys become on the same level and you know you're working and he's working you're always going to want him to have more than you expectations and or you expectation. put or you put exceptions like it's okay that he's kind of rude or that he doesn't really make time for me because he's out here paying for the rent because he's got his own place and he doesn't live at home with his parents so maybe he just doesn't have enough time and it's okay that he doesn't make time for me and take me out with all this money that he's making and that is not an exception that he actually deserves to have mm-hmm. so I think you put yourself in a position anybody not y'all specifically but anybody who puts themselves in a position to continuously seek somebody who if we're just calling a spade a spade because I didn't write the dictionary I only know but so many (laughs) words um, is on a higher level than you you're starting your relationship out at a deficit Mm -hmm. and you're going to feel that deficit somehow you're either going to feel it in the way of insecurities you're going to feel it in the way of a sense of entitlement which is going to piss that person off because what the hell I worked hard for what I have like you're Mm going to feel it somehow so I know that the goal is to be out here on some Jay-Z and Beyonce but like Beyonce by herself is Beyonce Mm -hmm. and Jay-Z by himself is Mm Jay-Z and that could be why the relationship works and together it's one billion dollars right (laughs) and that's what we're trying to be baby you know like maybe that's why it works because Mm -hmm. at some point you're you're gonna feel that deficit yeah 
That's true. Yeah. All right. So me and you know Brittany went ahead and talked about ourselves. Your <laughs> turn. Okay. Okay. I honestly haven't been that person who has wanted to date the guy who has what I don't have because my mom kicked my black ass out at 19 and so I started working and I had my own place pretty soon pretty early in life but I have been the savior so to speak for the people who are not there like I've dated those guys who do live at home with their mom or have maybe a roommate situation where there's like six roommates to a house or whatever the case and so my house becomes the refuge and honestly I feel kind of like I feel a little gypped you know what I mean? Like, I feel kind of like, well, why is it that every time we hang out, you have to be uh, in my space? Because at the end of the day, it's not that you don't want this person to come over. It's just nice sometimes to just be at your house by yourself. You could scratch your ass or pee with the door open or, you know, whatever it is that you're going to do. So you start almost having a feeling of feeling more so like the parent. Mm-hmm. And that's not romantic. No. It shouldn't be. A parent relationship should not be romantic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so at that point in your life, why do you think that you like chose those people? Because you went into it knowing what it was, you know? In some cases I did, in some cases I didn't. Because they're looking for something that is in their mind better than what they have, they are not going to sit at a table with me and be like, I ain't shit, I ain't never going to be shit, this is what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm trying to be where you at. They're not going to yeah. say that. So they almost put up a false narrative of what the situation oh, is. Yeah, they put up a false narrative of what the situation is. And then by the time I've been able to see it for what it is, there's contempt mm-hmm. within that relationship. And then at that point, you know, well... <laughs> once I'm mad <laughs> so so it just I, I, I never felt like I can tell you right now and this is just me being honest and hopefully this doesn't offend anybody but I never invited those people around my friends because my friends were where I was in life so I didn't have them come out with my friends because I felt like there was a difference in maturity and these are for these people specifically apart from them living wherever they were living they had their own issues in different areas and aspects of their life but the relationship on my end was never going to be able to be something that would withstand time because they're not where I'm at and I'm always trying to move forward I'm always trying to do better to grow professionally emotionally etc and so to date somebody who is so far behind me made me feel tired you know because you can only drag somebody along for but so long and the problem becomes there's a lot of people out here willing to ride on them coattails so them coattails stop moving like they are willing to you know what i mean so so it didn't work because it's a lack of ambition you know and that's a personality trait yeah so do you feel like there was uh maybe a sense of embarrassment not a sense of embarrassment but I didn't want to babysit while I was going out with my adult friends to do adult things Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like babysitting you know because it's just weird because I'm like the one thing I will say is that you what you you and India what you and Brittany have in common is that both of you guys have been like dating people seriously before and I haven't met them and I'm really close to both of you guys in like in terms of life oh absolutely I can tell you right now I don't bring anyone out I can tell you right now why you didn't meet um, can I say names yeah absolutely (laughs) the world is your oyster mama so there's a very specific reason why you why you didn't meet Nate you did not meet Nate because and this wasn't a financial thing right because Nate financially he made more money than me and he well at you know to us end the relationship he started making more money than me but um 
he had his own place and he comes from money. His parents are super well off, but we're still talking about what I can bring to the table that he doesn't have that he's looking for, which was emotional stability. And so it still goes back to, I didn't want to babysit, whether it be that that person isn't emotionally, um, they're not as healthy as you are, or it be that they don't have enough money. Either way, you're going to have to sit in front of people that are your peers, not their peers, because they're your friends. So everybody at this table has a relatively similar amount of mental health or mental stability or emotional stability or whatever the case. And it's going to show that this person doesn't have it. Mm -hmm. And so it's not that I'm embarrassed, but I don't feel like babysitting. I don't feel like coddling. I don't feel like having to to figure out how to keep you in a conversation that you you are not prepped for and if it's a money thing I don't want to have to help you add up the dollar and cents on this burger and fries in front of my friends who who can't afford it you know and that's not to say that there's anything against being at that place in your life because I was at that place in Mm -hmm. your in my Mm -hmm. life that's happened to me before I've definitely been looking at McDonald's like 250 you want 250 I got a crisp 175 for you and that 75 cents made a difference but It just becomes, when you're in a relationship, you want to relate. Mm -hmm. That's the key, right? If you're in a relationship, you want to relate. Well, you can't really relate to a person who's unrelatable with where you are in life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to, when I finally have free time, you work Monday through Friday, you know, you're tired, you're working, you've got your hobbies. If you're like me, you got a dog or two dogs. When you finally have time to just be like, like, I can breathe, you know, I don't have no kids. I don't want to be on diaper duty. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be, you know what I mean? So it was exhausting for me. So I took a, a while off of dating. And this isn't to say I got it figured out. I got a good man right now, but who knows? I could fuck up next year. He could be gone. Who knows? You know, like you, you don't know how this works. But I took a while off of taking anybody seriously and understanding hookups for what they were and flings for what they were versus actual potentials because yeah. I needed to... Because there's definitely a difference. Oh, girl. And they can all seem the same at the beginning. Girl. <laughs> you ain't you ain't ever lied. So, Brittany, why do you think that you don't, like, bring people around? Um, so... That's a great question. (laughs) (laughs) Take your time, you know. Now that you mention it. it, um, (laughs) uh, So, you know how, like, you have uh, groups of people that you're friends with? Yeah. And so, me have this group of people, that group of people, and then, you know, you. And then sometimes you mix those groups and it doesn't work. I feel like it's that situation. Do you know what I mean? Like, you I'll that. be friends with some people and then I'll be dating someone and I'm not sure if that person will mix in well and I don't feel like babysitting. Red flag, red flag, yeah. red flag. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because if they don't mesh with who you're friends with, then yeah. they're not meshing with you because yep. you're an average yep. of oh, yeah, the friends, friends that are. you're around. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, so, yeah. And obviously those relationships didn't work out, you know. And then other times, like, I'm just like a shy, I'm a shy person, you know. And I do want to merge that part of my life, like those parts of my life, um, just sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to get comfortable with the idea just because there's a lot of questions involved and a lot of like, you know, introducing and I just, I'm a shy person. And so sometimes it just, I just, yeah, I feel awkward. You know what I mean? Straight up. Well, you're not shy around your friends. I think it becomes like your insecurity of like, I know it's like there's social some, anxiety. Yeah, do you well, know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I'm like, I gotta meet. Like, oh, God, I'm, but I, I think I'm a part worried of you, about it, you know? Yeah, because a part of you knows that maybe this person isn't for the 
for the long haul. Mm-hmm. They're not there for a long time. Exactly. Just a and good sometimes, time. and your friends will them, show you. <laughs> yeah, and why am I going to bring them around if I don't yeah. feel like they're going to be there? That's true. You know, Ain't sorry, wrong with that. Um, but Ain't not, wrong with not that. that I would never. But like, if an opportunity presents itself at this point in my life, I will. You know what I mean? Bring because, somebody around. Yeah, because I feel like I'm emotionally mature enough to acknowledge when something is working and when it's not working yes girl you know <laughs> yes <laughs> versus just like that's doing good. it just because it's something to do yeah because that's an issue that i've had with uh like just people in the past is that i'll date people for fun which is like a bad thing you can have fun with people no no but, but i'll you make them my date them. yeah oh, okay. I, I will make them my boyfriend and they will get so invested in me and i'm yeah. like i'm just bored yeah so you know what I mean? which is a bad habit and i don't i don't do that anymore but did i do that and i'm so sorry to all you guys out there right because i know you hate me now <laughs> <laughs> i would hate me too um but yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i'm not doing that anymore because i'm dating with intention now and so that's i think we need to clarify that's what we're talking about we're not talking about hookups you know if you want to hook up with a millionaire who own a yacht and you broke and busted and you know you, it's just going to be that that's fine yacht, girl and we're not telling you what to do either we're just mentioning mm-hmm. the downsides that can come up when you do decide to date outside of your I don't know, emotional pay grade or financial pay grade or life status pay grade or whatever grades you want to call them. Because a hookup is a hookup. Mm-hmm. You hook up and then you go, you go on about, about your day. But in a relationship... <laughs> or night. Or, or night or afternoon or whatever the hell. But in a relationship, if your goal is to get with somebody and actually be able to do life together. I'm not saying that person needs to be like-minded as in they can't challenge your political views. They can't, you know, make you have to have hard conversations with yourself. If you are in a place where in some area you are literally carrying the entire relationship or you know that in trying to date this person you would never be able to keep up, take a breath, get yourself figured out. Mm-hmm. And in figuring you out and in knowing who you are and what you like and dislike, I almost feel like it'll make you hypersensitive to being able to see it in another person, mm-hmm. you know, because if you don't know who you are or what you want, you're just kind of assuming with every person that you date, you're just like, I think he'll do. He and looks that's all right. exactly what I was saying earlier is that like when I first started to date people, I didn't have a list yeah. of what I wanted, but now yeah. I know what I want in a person. Yeah. Like I can tell you what I want in a person, Absolutely. you know, before it was kind of just like, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's, it had to be me dating those people and having people in, or being in relationships with people that maybe I wouldn't be with long-term just to see what do I like? What do I not like? Yeah. It was like, oh my God. This is like so terrible, but there are guinea pigs. Yeah, absolutely. And so maybe we need to clarify that too. Like when you're young and you're dating, you're going to be figuring it out. Mm -hmm. But as you're figuring it out, take this nugget that Mm -hmm. if, if you guys are not equally yoked at the moment the relationship will be tumultuous not that it can't work maybe it could work maybe you're willing to stay a little bit longer than anybody else would ever be willing to stay and somehow you could figure it out but if the goal is to find a relationship that's smoother sailing as opposed to choppy titanic waters uh, were the waters choppy and titanic i don't know iceberg waters i can say that as opposed to iceberg waters um i think that's a, a good tool of thought and know yourself and know what you can and can't bring to the table and don't ask for over and above what you can or can't bring and as life continues to move forward be in touch enough with yourself to know 
what those changes mean for you and are those changes mirrored in the person that you're seeing yeah yeah i don't know i guess that like my biggest question like now because i mean i've done the whole like dating thing i've been dating around like even though i'm like oh ha, ha i'm single i'm single like you know at the same time it doesn't mean that i'm not like ch- testing out my water testing out yeah. my options and i'm like what i'm realizing now is that like how do you know when because it's shitty to say but i feel like everyone comes with baggage you know so it's like yeah on some level yeah. yeah yeah so it's really hard to be like this is some baggage that i should take on and that i should you know because that's where for me it all comes back down to the genuine connection because that's what makes the baggage worth it is that if you have a genuine connection with somebody oh, and you yeah. feel that You'll connection then at that point you're like okay i'm willing to see where things go where in other words i'm like if i don't have that connection and you show me even like you know a little bit of baggage i'm like (laughs) but i mean so here's the thing connection the person that is right for you you will have a connection with i think sometimes we cling to people like this is a good connection i don't want to let this connection go that's exactly what i do this is good we're vibing and i i like what you're saying you like what i'm saying i'm physically attracted to you like this could work connection's not everything it is a huge portion of it but it's not everything you can't bring a toothbrush and they got like Four suitcases, a duffel bag, fucking Walmart bags, tied in knots, triple bag, goddamn Walmart, <laughs> thirty-five gallon tall bags, and you're like, I just got, I just got this toothbrush. Because I just got this toothbrush. This is because maybe not in the beginning where everything is still cute and spicy mm-hmm. and new and fresh. It's not so bad, but at some point you're gonna get tired of having to shuffle yes. around their shit to find a place yes. to put your damn toothbrush every fucking day that's gonna get it's gonna get old so above and beyond connection we need to know like who are we what we can and can't tolerate and be open and honest during those conversations of figuring it out because you're gonna end up dating somebody it's gonna happen you're never gonna know yourself 1000 percent. if that's the case then we could all just die the day that we were born because you figured it out you know (laughs) come on now so you're gonna be figuring it out but i think you just have to be open and honest with yourself sometimes and realize like what is and what isn't for you like this is on my level this is not on my level whether it be emotional level financial Mm -hmm. level you know spiritual level whatever it is and and be open and honest about those conversations and say you know what I liked it in the beginning. I thought it was good for us. And I am still very, very physically attracted to you or emotionally attracted to you. But I don't see myself going where you're going or you're not going where I'm going. And it's okay. Let that person go. So the person that is going in that direction can scoop them on up at some point and they can just go off on into whatever direction they were going in that you weren't a part of, you know, to to begin with. Connection's not everything. Yeah. And that's what I was saying earlier when I said that, um, you got to acknowledge that whatever baggage that that person has, you got to acknowledge that depending on the severity of it, you're going to be working on that in the relationship. Yeah. You know, and if it's a if it's some big ass baggage, yeah. it's going to block your the building of your relationship because you got to help them figure that shit out. Yeah. And that's it's it's always going to be there. Yeah. You know? Because that's the thing with baggage like that shit don't go away. Yeah. Not for a long ass time. And like everyone's going to have baggage but you gotta really think about what can i deal with know what you have space in your closet for fam (laughs) because that's your problem too at that point no yeah i get it it's just it's just so hard because i'm like it's crazy to me that like people even are able to jump from like relationship to relationship don't be judging well no it's not even that he mad i'm not judging in terms of that i'm judging in terms of like the fact that you were able to have a connection oh i know these people not everybody's in a relationship because they have a connection 
That's mind-boggling to me. You yeah, that blows my mind. And I and I get it. I know that's But true. that's literally what we're talking about. Some people are in relationships because this person has they what want, they don't have. Yeah, they just want someone. Yeah. That's they it. Want someone. Yeah. So like like a, so I guess back to being in I'm talking about in my head. We're talking yeah. about in my head right now. Right, right. It's it's hard for me to like I'll be the first one to say that it's hard for me to cut off a genuine connection that I feel just because I'm like, that doesn't happen to me all the time. We know. So there's lots of... <laughs> Rob the builder. <laughs> so I feel like there's lots of people who like, you know, they have like a connection, but like you said, they're in it for different means. Yeah. So the fact that I'm not in it for anything and I'm, and I'm holding on to it just because it is a, general, a genuine connection, I feel like that's something that I need to work on, yes, but that's not something that I'm like... I don't really know how to change it because I'm like, that's what I want. You know? Did you just hear yourself? You just said they're there for something. You just said that you're not there for something. You should be there for a reason. You know what I mean? You need to have intention behind why you're dating people. At this stage of the game, yeah. You just said, I don't have a reason, like intention behind it, basically. You know, you need to have it. Like, I'm talking about everyone else doesn't have intention. Got you know, it. I feel like people can go into something without intention. People can go into something being like, I just want this to be a hookup. I want this because you have a nice car. I want this because you got... And I don't do that. Which but is you why need to have intention. No, I'm saying I I don't do that you in terms of... You said he does have yes, intention. Yes, I do but, have intention. But I want to challenge your thought for a second. Maybe the people that are going into it without intentions understand that I cannot offer these things right now. I have a vagina. You have something that will fit my vagina or do something to my vagina. And that is enough for me at this moment because I know I can't date your ass, but I can truly ride your ass. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, maybe they're smart, you know, because the people for what kills me are the people who know they ain't shit, they never gonna be shit, or know they're in a spot that is so difficult that they're, they can barely see through on a day-to-day basis, but they just waltz on up to you on some, hi, my name is Jacob, I'd love to take you out for dinner. Don't take me for goddamn dinner, Jacob, if you know that at the end of the day your shit ain't together, you ain't gonna be able to handle all this. I'd rather you wake, walk up to me and say, hey, you know what, you are an attractive girl, here's where I'm at in my life right now, this is really all I'm trying to offer. You know what, Jacob, thank you so much for your honesty. Um, these days it would be no, but in my heathen thought ass days, absolutely, and go from there, you know what I mean? Maybe they're smart. Maybe there's the people that are out there having sex casually or just out there doing whatever the hell it is they're doing casually. Maybe it's not that it's without intent. Maybe it's it's truly intentional. I understand that I cannot be X, Y, and Z, or I understand that I don't know what I want, you know, for the long haul, but I know what I want in the next 30 minutes. And, and, that's good enough to know yourself for that no, kind of right. an interaction. We always say that like you can never be mad at somebody if they show all their cards. So if somebody yeah. comes up to you and they give you all the information that you need and that you, and you know, accept it still. Yeah. Well, they give you all the information that you need and that they're not lying to you, they're being straightforward. Then at that point, they're giving you all the information you need to make a choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't do that. You know, they they go into something selling a false hope, selling a false dream, selling who they want you to think they are. And then all of a sudden, when you realize, oh shit, that's not, you're not who you said you were, then you've already made a choice based on false narratives. That, in my opinion, is how it starts. How the dating above your wherever you are um, happens. You pretend to be where they are, and then you guys get together, and or they pretend it to be. Unravel. And it yeah, and it's ugly yeah. when it unravels. It is yeah. ugly. It brings Absolutely. out the worst. So I think it's dating under false pretenses. 
of pretending to be something that you're not or pretending to be somewhere that you're not or having that sense of entitlement that even if you ain't got a dime in your bank account, you deserve a millionaire. It... It's just, it's going to unravel. <laughs> it always does. It always does. Yeah, always. always and I've never always. seen something unravel pretty. Yeah. No. And there goes more baggage that <laughs> Rob the Builder will fix. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's so true. All right, guys. Well, I think that we've all went through that topic, you know, as much as we could. We got all of our viewpoints. And I guess at the end of the day, you have to just realize where you are, be real realistic in where you are, and know that like there's somebody out there who you know will is, accept you and is also at the same point. Yeah. So and, I guess yeah. don't settle, don't trick people, don't fool people. Give everybody inf- the information to make their own choices, mm-hmm. and we'll all be better for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Know who you are. Know where you're at. Be open and honest with yourself about where you're at. Mm -hmm. Figure out where you want to go. And if you're not there yet, don't start trying to date people that are from there yet. Mm -hmm. You got to know what you want. You got to know what you want. You got to know what you're doing. And then at the end of the day, you got to be you. (laughs) And you got to have confidence. And you got to do it. Because it's going to come out. It's going to come out. They're going to find out. So you might as well just show who you are in the beginning to, you know, skip that whole... Don't pretend. Yeah, and avoid putting yourself... Yeah, avoid putting yourself at a deficit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Avoid putting yourself at a deficit. It's not so bad to take a break away from from dating to take some time for you before you jump back in it. Because Mm -hmm. the perspective that you have when you jump back in it, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And getting that alone time where you can, like, think about what happened in your relationship and heal from it and be learn introspective from it. yeah and then just be alone and, and peaceful that makes your next relationship so much better maybe that's the secret maybe you shouldn't be out here looking for a relationship until you've reached a place of peace that you're content mm-hmm. with to invite somebody into don't be so quick to invite somebody into your chaos yeah, invite them into your peace let me tell you being single is nice it's busting busting I love being single and you know what it's not even I don't I'm not out here sleeping around I don't think anything's wrong with that but I'm not out here sleeping around or dating around I love being by myself like I don't have to worry about anything. I do whatever I want. I go home. I'm ugly. You know what I'm saying? And you're honest with my yourself. Is, that's the, impo- that's the important part. My legs is not part. getting shaved. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm in a relationship yeah. and my legs ain't getting shaved. So, so <laughs> if you find somebody where you're at, they will take your hairy ass legs. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, I love being single. So if you're not happy being single, you're not going to be happy in a relationship. That is Facts. Mm-hmm. Facts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, this is another episode of R&B Podcast. Thank you so much, India, for Thank you, India. coming Aww. in and blessing us with your freaking wisdom. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at the official underscore R&B. My Instagram is B-R-V-T-T. And mine is Rob Bates, R-O-B-B-A-T-E-S-S. India uses social media very infrequently. So. As in, it's been like two and a half years. But <laughs> I will be, yeah, I don't do the gram Jeez. stuff. But you know, I will take um, mental thoughts of well wishes and prayers to the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And um, that's good enough for me. <laughs> oh my God. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Adios. Bye.